Hello, everyone. Ryan Russett back with our latest episode of On the Court. This week, junior Zach Longville and Cooper Vaughn sit down with the guys to talk about the team, what makes them such a tight group, and a little about their own paths to college ball. So let's get to it. Here's Zach Longville and Cooper Vaughn with hosts Tom Connell and John Russell. How you doing? We're doing well. How are you? Doing well. All good here. Yeah. Um, hey, you guys, go ahead. Go ahead, Tom. No, you got your, you got some chatter to, to do. Well, here. I do. I got I got to hit Cooper up on a couple things. All right. So, you know who Brad Nessler is? Yes. Very well. Oh, somebody, yeah. Yeah. From St. Charles, but yeah. Yeah, hometown hero, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, local boy makes big. Yeah, he's got, his, he's got his own seat in the local bar. There you go. Wow. So, yeah. It's so, bigger than being an announcer for what, CBS? <laughs> I'm that same era. I remember Brad being a really good ball player, St. Charles having a really good program. Yeah. I can't remember who the coach was, but then is it Terry Noth that came Terry, in? Terry Canothi. Canothi, yeah. Yep. Spent he 40 probably, years. He probably would have been the coach during that time, actually. Pretty pretty close because he was 40 plus years, right, coach? Yeah, he was, he was there for quite a long time. Yeah. Well, and, and he was there all the way through your years, right? Yeah, yeah he retired after my year. So, okay. Oh, geez. Okay. So, yeah, there's a little, there's a little rich history in St. Charles. So there is a little bit. It's a small town, but there's some history. Yeah, that's very cool. Sorry, I, I, I get us off on a sidetrack right out of, right out of the shoot. And then uh, Zach from Egan, but which high school? Uh, I went to St. Croix Lutheran. Uh, oh, West yeah. That's right. Yep. I, that, that jogs my memory. Yep. Nobody's yeah, famous from Egan though, right? <laughs> Nobody's Sorry. famous from Egan. Oh, uh, no, <laughs> no. Not that I know. All right. Uh, well, someday, good. right? Yeah. That'll be you. So thanks for joining us. We appreciate you guys taking the time, you know, to, to jump on and I'll, I'll go ahead and start with, uh, why don't you guys share with us your, your paths from uh, St. Charles or from Egan uh, to St. John's, how you ended up coming to St. John's. All right. Yeah. So I, uh, I went to St. Croix Lutheran all four years. And then I would say maybe after sophomore year, my recruiting kind of picked up. Uh, St. John's was probably one of the first uh, people to kind of start recruiting me pretty heavily. And uh, Pat and uh, OB and Sean, they came to a bunch of my games, a bunch of my AU tournaments. And, um, yeah, I just took a couple visits here, uh, met some of the guys, and knew it uh, knew it was a place for me. Uh, and, yeah, I ended up committing here. And, yeah, I just really enjoy it here right now. And That's great. Did you have any family connections, you know, that were, people were urging you to be John? Um, not any straight family connections, but uh, – a lot of my, or it's like some of my mom's friends uh, went here, or she like knows some people that went here, and they've had nothing uh, but good things to say about here. And I, that was uh, definitely part of uh, the reason I went here. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey Zach, I got to follow up on that. Since you, there's hearsay in, in what your uh, impressions were. What, what is something you found to be true that you'd heard about St. John's uh, before you got there? Or something you thought would be true that isn't. Definitely something that's true is the like just the family community. Um, not only with the basketball team, but uh, 
just around campus, around everyone. Uh, everyone's really nice. Uh, the professors are uh, really accommodating to us and uh, really uh, just great professors in general. And yeah, definitely the family community. Everyone's nice to each other. Uh, have a great time around campus. So yeah, definitely that would be one thing that uh, is true that I knew coming in and definitely could uh, vouch for now. Yeah, that's good to hear. Yeah. Cooper, how about you? Uh, so mine was similar to Zach. So St. John's was probably, they were the first school to reach out to me. And actually I played Fogues' alma mater, Lourdes High School. Oh, right. He said that's how he heard about me. And then they reached out after that. And then I looked at a few other schools and I really, once I visited St. John's, it just felt like home and then ended up coming here. So wasn't really nothing too advanced other than that. I just felt like home right when I got on campus. So yeah, talk to us. the same things to be true that uh, Zach found to be true. Yeah. Yeah. Very similar. Like he said, I think it's pretty neat. Like how the professors like Boz, he showed up at our game at Bethel last weekend. He made the road trip to come watch us. I think that just really means a lot seeing them even come to road games, not even just home games to come watch us. So. Yeah. That's great. So let's talk a little bit about the, the team. Speaking of community, you guys seem to have some really good chemistry. You know, uh, on the floor, um, what do you what kind of things maybe do you guys do off the court, you know, away from uh, practice and so on to kind of stay together and, you know, build that, maintain that chemistry? I think especially over the past few weeks, we've been playing video games quite often together. And then we've been watching the championship games as a team. So that's been pretty fun. So pretty, pretty tight-knit group off the court as well and through the, through the summer months. Hey, speaking of summer months, what uh, what's your routine? Where are you guys playing in the summer? What leagues? Um, so we have a summer league through St. John's that we play uh, some of the MIAC teams, some of the WIAC teams, uh, like every Sunday. So, uh, yeah, uh, we usually do that. And then I usually just play pickup uh, somewhere in the city, sometimes like Hamlin or Concordia. Uh, yeah, that's about it. Talk yeah. a little bit about the uh, the change this year in uh, off approach on offense, which you guys seem to really enjoy. Right? Yeah. Uh, a lot more free shooting. Talk to us a little bit about uh, that transition from last year to this year and, and – um, you know, how it's impacted not just you guys, but, you know, the rest of the group. Well, I think guys have definitely aged. We're kind of an older team now, and we have that more depth and being able to get out and run. I think that has really helped us out a lot. Like, towards the end of the games, a bunch of teams are getting burnt out. We were able to play 10 guys who are pretty fresh. I think that has really helped us as a team. Yeah, it's it's fun to watch you guys. So many guys are getting good minutes, too, mm-hmm. which is – it. One of the things that strikes me about your team this year is everybody's getting some good minutes and that bench is alive. They're in the game with, with whoever's on the floor. And that's, that's really fun to see that energy as well. Well, you guys are doing a really nice job of moving the ball. You know, that's, that's really obvious. It seems that it's a, a group that doesn't really care who ends up scoring. Yeah. Right. You know, you've got what, 10 guys playing 15 minutes or more a game. You know, um, several close to, you know, three in that double figure per game, um, scoring double figures per game and a four or five that are fairly close. 
and doing that. Um, so it's a team that really likes to, to share the ball. Talk a little bit about defense and um, what uh, what the approach has been this year, if it's been different in any way, um, and, uh, you know, what explains the success. I mean, it's obvious, you know, we all focus on offense a lot, right? Fans certainly do. Talk about defense, you know, some of the things that you guys have done this year to shut teams down. Yeah, I don't think uh, like the main principles of our defense have changed too much. Um, and we definitely have some room to grow in that area for sure. Um, Coach McKenzie talks about that all the time with us about how we need to uh, play a little better defense. Um, but yeah, nothing's really changed. We're just trying to lock in more, uh, hit our ball screen coverages, uh, uh, you know, block out, don't get cut, simple things like that. But really add up uh, by the end of the game. Yeah, a lot of good ball pressure. How about routines? What what kind of pregame routines do you guys have? Now, you guys individually get you ready for the game. Anything you want to share? You might have some that you don't want <laughs> to share. Anything superstitious. Yeah, I have a pretty good routine, like, as far as it's, like, uh, when I'm getting, like, my pregame shots up, when I'm stretching, when I'm getting taped. Um, other than that, I try not to be, uh, like, too superstitious. I do um, – I guess I don't have too many uh, superstitions. But, uh, yeah, definitely just when I'm getting my shots up, when I'm stretching, when I'm getting taped, uh, when I'm drinking my energy drink, I guess, <laughs> I guess that's – Wow. So the same exact time, roughly, before each yeah, game. Yeah, going yeah not like routine. exactly, but yeah, same rough time. Pretty close. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a, I'm not really a big routine guy, but the thing I like to do is just before everybody usually gets out there, just go out there and make a few shots, just see the ball go in, and that. Other than that, it's really all I do. Yeah, you, you know, you mentioned the 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 eating or the energy drink or whatever the case may. Do you guys have? Uh, um, Training tables or team meals before games at a prescribed time? Um, no, well, not really. We on our away games, we get these uh, reef bag lunches, so we'll have like sandwiches and chips and a cookie before uh, our away games, but not any, uh, not any like set schedule. Yeah, that that sounds like a a, a box lunch of champions. There, a sandwich, <laughs> chips, and a cookie. Oh, it and is. It and is. hit the floor. Let's it. go. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's good. <laughs> How about a uh, a favorite non basketball experience at St. John's? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah. See, tough questions. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a good one. one. That's a good one. <laughs> well, you talked about the profs, so you know the school is obviously something that is really positive. What, know, what are your majors? I'm a finance major. I'm a I'm a global business major. Good. good. I guess one of my one of my favorite memories. I guess Zach was a part of this, but my freshman year. Um, the seniors had a house in St. Joe, the speakeasy, like Jake, Rask, Colton, all them. And we'd go over there basically every night and hang out with them. And I mean, that was just always a fun experience and memory that I always enjoyed as a freshman going over there and hang out with them. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I'd, I'd agree with that. That was a lot of fun. A lot of, uh, yeah, great relationship. No, you can't do that. You got to come up with your own here, Zach. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Pressure's on. Yeah. You know, that's pretty cool, though. That speaks yeah, to that cool. those guys and how they took you under their wing and made you a part of the community. And I think, yeah, I think that shows a lot about St. John's basketball just in general. I mean, yeah. coming in as freshmen, you don't really know anybody. And then 
even the senior class is taking it under the wing and telling you to come over and hang out whenever they want. So, well, and, and it sounds to me like, uh, this is from an outsider looking in, um, you guys have embraced that too, as upperclassmen, you want to make sure the younger guys feel like they're a part of it. Right. However that is, I don't think you guys can, there are any of your guys on the team living off campus now? Uh, no, we're all, yeah, we're all right on now. campus. Right okay. Now. But still finding ways to, to give those guys opportunities to hang out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I mean, it's, it's been going on uh, since forever. Um, how about a uh, favorite late night gig? You're hungry. What are you going to, uh, where are you going to go? What's your go-to in St. Joe? I think the new hit has been Bo Diddley's. Oh, really? I think they're open that late. I think, well, yeah. I guess towards just like dinner time, but. Oh, okay. I think most of the guys. Other than that, to, to be honest, it's McDonald's. It's McDonald's. It's probably the go-to. It's okay. McDonald's. It's the late night go-to. All right. What, what, what's the go-to meal at McDonald's? Do you just have a, like a five dollar get one, buy one get one free? Like usually, like the Big Mac and ten piece big nuggets. That's Love usually it. Yeah. All right. So we've had uh, Quick Trip, Gary's Pizza, and I think McDonald's has actually become the favorite of the guys that we've talked to. Yeah. All right. Good. Okay, John. Any other questions? Any other? I don't, you know, I don't have any other questions. I, I would just say though that you guys are really a fun team to watch. Yeah. And uh, there's there's the spirit and the fun that uh, you know we can see you having on the court. The up tempo is is so awesome. But the other the other thing is in all of that, you can feel the intensity. I mean, you guys you guys play with purpose, and there, there's just no wasted motion, no wasted time on the floor, and it's. It's fun to see how you guys are synced up and go hard when you're on that floor. So kudos to you guys. Yeah, really absolutely. Really fun to watch play. and easy to cheer for. No yeah. question about it. Yeah. Thank you very much. We really uh, appreciate it. Yeah. Well, uh, thanks for doing great work representing St. John's in such a way. We, we all appreciate that, too. Well, good luck with that. Have fun, guys. And we appreciate your time today. Yeah. yeah thanks, thanks, for, thanks, for, yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for it's having us. It's been fun getting to know you and uh, – Maybe maybe we'll uh, see you in one of these games this week. Yeah, Sounds good. Sure. That'd be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you very much. Right. Thanks, you guys. guys. Take care. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. And that was Zach Longville and Cooper Vaughn. Thank you, Cooper and Zach, for your willingness to share some stories with the guys. After splitting their two games in Florida, the Johnnies have rebounded nicely with four straight conference wins including a big-time 73-70 comeback win against second-place Gustavus Monday night in an absolute thriller at Sexton Arena. The Johnnies currently sit at 12-3 on the season and 10-0 in conference play. They're back at it tonight as they take on St. Mary's in Winona and travel to the city Saturday for a 3 p.m. tip against Hamlet. Watch or listen to all the exciting live action of Johnny basketball right on their website at gojohnnies.com. This season of No Place I'd Rather Be is brought to you by the Sexton Family Foundation, helping usher in the next generation of leaders, and Sixth Man Enterprises, creating a state of readiness. Thank you for making this project possible. Become a member of the Johnny Basketball Alumni Association. Check out johnnybasketballalumni.org to sign up today or click the link in our show notes. 
Be sure to keep those dials tuned to Benchwarmers Media this Friday for another all-new episode of No Place I'd Rather Be. All episodes are available wherever you go for your podcast needs or at our website at benchwarmersmedia.com. No Place I'd Rather Be is a Benchwarmers Media production in association with Nine Pines Podcasts. I'm Ryan Russell. Thanks for listening.